Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, okay, here we go. You know, wh- what's important, What's what can be a huge part of your success is if you, if you find a balance. If you find a balance in your life. That's, that's been very important for me. And I've really never phrased it this way until now, but I was kind of thinking about it after my wife and I. I mean, we set up one night recently, man. You know, I often come on here, and this is kind of an inspirational moment of the show, and I, I try to remind people about that most important relationship between you and God. And that's, that's the apex of it. That's, that's, the, that's the top of the crown. You gotta form the relationship with God. If you don't, everything else struggles. It's hard to be a good husband without God. It's hard to be a good family man without God. It's hard to be successful without God, man. It's hard to be hard to get through this thing called life without God. So that's clear. But at the same time, you can't talk about God 24-7. You got to go to work. Come on, man. Let's just be real. I ain't the, I ain't your pastor and I ain't at your church. But let's just be real about it. You know, people tell you you got to keep your mind stayed on him and all like that. That's that's a true statement. Got to keep your mind stayed in that area. I don't, I'm not here to tell you how to live, but you got to keep your mind stayed in that area of God, of doing the right thing, caring about people. That's what I took it as. Now, I could be wrong. I apologize if I'm not saying it the way you've been taught. I can only do me. Now, but after that, you got to go to work. You got to have some fun. You got to take care of your business. 
And that's the balance you have to find. So it, once you focus on shoring up your relationship with God, you got you to gotta balance this now. Now you got to allocate some time. I don't care who you are for your family. If you're going to have a family, you got to allocate some time for them. See, we can't just marry these women or make these kids and then neglect them. And fellas, especially if I'm talking to men out here, and ladies, you can listen too, but uh, listen, if you find yourself struggling in your life, man, and you can't seem to get it together, let's just go over a couple of things. The first two things, if you find yourself struggling, you can't seem to pull it together and reach your goals and get to where you want to go, let's let's just do a, a check. How is your relationship with God? And then next, how much time are you taking to allocate for your family? Now, your family don't always live in your house. But if you made them, they're yours. And the responsibility to them is never lessened because you don't stay there no more. Because you and the girl broke up. You and the woman don't speak. That, hey man, that don't ever release you from the obligation. Feel me when I'm telling you this now. Because I'm not telling you something I'm wondering about. I've had to live through them years. So two things you can start looking at. If you're not where you want to be and you ain't, you ain't really solid, you can't figure out why you keep spinning your wheels. Have you just done a random inventory, man? Have you just checked on your relationship with God? Have you checked on the time you're spending dedicated towards your family, your children that you created? If, if them two things is out of sync, man, that, that I can tell you right now, you can go on and get to explaining yourself away just like that. Hey, man, how come you ain't where you want to be? Well, because, man, I really ain't. Well, if you really ain't, then you really ain't. The third thing is you got to allocate the necessary time for your business. You got to handle your business. All of this, man, is, is the way it works. And the order, the order is God first. Family second. Then you got to handle all your business. But as men, this is what we do. If I don't handle my business, I can't take care of my family. True statement, but if your business is in front of your family, you out of order. Now, nah, that's all we talking about now, ain't it? See, that's that's all we really saying here now, fellas. You know, you know, I mean, I mean, come on, man. You know, let's let's have a real conversation about being better. You know, if you done created these children, you got to handle your business. You may not like the girl no more. You and the woman might have broken up. Y'all might go your own way. But what that got to do with the child, though, man? You got to handle your business. They got to know who daddy is. That's your obligation, man. And God ain't letting you off the hook for that. Try it. Go ahead and try it. And, and think you're going to get off the hook with that. Because you're not, man. You're just not. I'm sorry, man. Dog, Steve, why you coming like that? Because I did it like that. I did it, man. I was over here trying to reshape my life, get myself up on my feet. When I was homeless, man, and trying to come back, man, I thought I had to take care of me first and then so I can neglect it, caring about them kids. Man, that ain't how it worked, man. God kept his knee on my neck for a long time for that one right there till I finally learned the lesson. Hold up, man. Put these phone calls in. Go spend some time. Do something. And, and it started turning around for me. You know, I can't be there all the time because I am out here on the grind and the hustle. But at the same time, man, some more phone calls, some more letters, some more ha-ha-he-he's, something. 
then take care of your business, man. You got to work hard to be successful. You know, I, sometimes I don't put that in there. I just live it and I expect my sons to emulate that. But I got to talk to them all the time. How hard you got to work to be something. It's an all-out assault on it, man. If you got a target in mind, you got a goal, you got to wake up every day trying to get there. And you can't get tired of it. Because it's, 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 it never ends. You're going to always be this way. That's how life is designed and set up. You got to be a hard worker, man. If you're always looking for some time to chill and, man, I want to go do what I want to do, you ain't going to make it. In order to be successful, you have to do a series of things that you're uncomfortable doing. And work is the thing that most of us are uncomfortable doing. It's so much easier to chill. Man, I wish I could kick back with a cigar, man, all the time. But I can't, man. I can't. Because I got to work. Then the last piece of the balance balance piece is you got to take some time out to enjoy yourself. But if you ain't where you want to be, you ain't got a lot of time to enjoy yourself. Quit thinking, man, that this balance is even. It's a whole lot of God, a whole lot of family, a whole lot of business, and a little bit of chilling. The chilling can't be equal to the family, the business, or your God. If the chilling is equal to any of them, you ain't going to make it. Quit chilling, man, and go to work like a man. Do what you're supposed to do. Work on your family. Work on your relationship. Work on your God. Work on your business. And then when you chill, you might not chill as long, but you sure going to chill bigger. You're going to ball bigger, baby. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Today's show... Is dedicated to the men and women of the military. Today, Steve Harvey is dedicating this show to those brave soldiers, those men and women, those career uh, military people in all branches, the Navy, the Air Force, the Army, the Marines, National Guards, all of y'all, man. Appreciate your service. Salute. Man, hats off to you. This show is dedicated to you. So anything you hear ignorant today is for you. <laughs> if it sounds like we fire shots at somebody, it's for you. And we are going to take shots today at somebody dedicated to the military this morning. So right on all y'all down at all of the bases around the country. Fort Steve Jackson. Harvey Morning Show. Fort, Fort Jackson. Fort yes. Braggs, baby. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Oh man, I got something to say when you get to me. Come on. I just said, say a base. Colleen. <laughs> Fort that's Hood. The, that's, Fort yeah. Hood. Thank you, Carla. Fort Hood. Thank okay. You. Just we just hollering out cities. <laughs> Baltimore. <laughs> that's where it's at, dog. My bad. <laughs> say a base, Tommy. Oh. <laughs> Colleen. <laughs> Wiggle. Oh. Call it for real. Good morning, Steve. What's up, Jay? Oh. Hey, nephew. Up, and up, I'm married up. to a military man, so you, you, know. Know. you go. I know what time it Shirley's is. Shirley's out today, everybody. She's six, mm-hmm. which is a yeah. really, really Under rare occasion. That's rare. Rare yeah. occasion. Mm-hmm. Shirley's never, ever sick. Uh, Junior's out so far today, too. 
Uh, mm-hmm. he, he could be somewhere sick. We just ain't heard from yeah. him. So let's <laughs> pray for Junior and at the same time look for Junior. Just one of the two. Don't you see this. Tell him we're over here looking for him. J. Anthony Brown is here. I don't understand why they not here. Come I'm on, the one boy. with cancer. I'm here. Come on. Here we don't go. make sense to me. Shut out it all these damn excuses. Yeah. Shut it down, oh, Jay. I'm sick. I can't eat yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jay, what kind of cancer? Leukemia. Huh? I'm here mm. with leukemia. I'm here. Yeah. Okay. And I Jay, uh, you... And Jay, the food, you a soldier, boy. Tons. You are a soldier. <laughs> hey, what it do, what it do, top of the morning. What Let me say this, Unc. You put, you put everything out there with the, uh, with the military. Let me say this. Uh... I have a foundation called Miles of Giving. We give back to wounded veterans. This coming uh, next Monday, a week from today, I will be having a golf tournament in Houston, Texas, at Black Horse, Black Horse Comedy. I'm mean, a Black Horse uh, uh, golf course, and I promise you, this will be off the chain. Got a lot of vets coming out. Got a lot of people playing. Man. This right here gonna be number one. That's it's a shotgun. Starts stuff. at nine. That's you want to find out more about it? Go to thomasmiles.com. That's what I do. I give back That's to good wounded stuff, man. Real good. Yes, stuff. sir. That's so outstanding, that nephew. Is. Giving back. Yeah, yeah. Good. Good job. Black horse. Yeah. Not white horse, Jay. Black horse. No, I know black horse is George <laughs> Wallace's mama nickname. Black horse. <laughs> okay. All right. Coming up at 32 after the hour, we'll find out what the crew did over the weekend. Weekend review right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so it's Monday. Let's find out what the crew did over the weekend. Let's start with you, Steve. What'd you do this weekend? This well, I actually played golf this weekend. I went and took what? some lessons. Oh, yeah. nice. I went and took lessons at a golf course that I won't say uh-huh. the name of and spent um, yeah. all <laughs> you the wanna, you give up your spot down there Friday, <laughs> Saturday, and Sunday and uh, took mm-hmm. lessons uh, for three hours each day and then went out and played nine, sometimes 11. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. And just had a good time, man. I have a question. Myself. Yes. I have How'd a question you about your golf lessons. Yeah. Now that you're taking lessons, what do you need help in? Uh, you know, things, memorizing huh? the lesson. Mm-hmm. Muscle Repeating the lesson. Okay, uh-huh. golf Retaining is a hard what game. what you learn, man. huh? Oh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a hard game. Anybody talking trash in golf, uh-huh. uh, please, and they don't play on Sundays, Please. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is go out there with them. It's going to be a bunch yeah. of times they're going to be going, oh, damn, I don't know what I happened. can't do it. It's yeah. too many hours of waste. Uh-uh, no, Jay, it's fun, Jay. I mean, but four hours for like nine holes or two hours, three hours, nine holes? What? No, four no, hours. No, You're it's, supposed it's to be finished hours. with 18. Well, you, not you think, but not necessarily. But yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Is the ball in the rough a lot, Steve? Is it, that? It depends on how many balls in the water, Jay. That's what we're yeah. <laughs> I've only What's played Steve? golf twice. And uh-huh. ended uh-huh. up with the same ball that I started with. <laughs> I've, right, only, okay. I've only kept the same ball twice. Uh-huh. I was mm-hmm. one time I was with Bruce Smith and I kept the uh-huh. same ball, and then one time mm-hmm. I played in Florida and I kept the same ball, but only twice. Never. What do you like about golf? The grass. It's only a foursome, and nobody wants a picture. <laughs> really? Be a, be so you're not a celebrity everybody. on the golf course yeah. and nobody bothering you like that? Oh, yeah. he's a celebrity out there. We yeah, played yeah. in, I forgot what island we were on. What was we in? Um, uh, where? where were we at? 
Man, these people uh, saw Cayman's. Steve. They was on a boat in South Steve. The Cayman. Oh, the Cayman Islands, Steve said. Right. Caymans. Oh, my God. They was coming out of nowhere on this boat. Steve Harvey! Steve Harvey! <laughs> yeah, it, it just be, it be a little bit sometimes. But golf course is one of the sanctuaries where, and most of the guys out there, they so focused on what they trying to do. They, mm-hmm. they don't give a damn who you are. That's great, mm-hmm. Steve. I'm yeah, trying to make trying a to... shot. Hey, hey, you guys want to hold it down over there? <laughs> Take it, Steve Harvey, hey, we seen him. Can you be quiet? I'm trying to putt. That's cool. <laughs> so you had like a good time. Outside, so you... a good yeah. day, man. Mm-hmm. Nice and weather. you know what? You changed, though. You you used to smoke a cigar on the course, but you don't even do that no more. You wait till no, you're through. I'll be focused. I'll wait till I'm through now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I discovered I'm okay. not good enough to smoke and try to play. So one at a time, one at a time. One at a time. Right, so you can ruin your cigar smoking experience with a couple bad shots. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would like to I'm smoke bad. and play golf, but I wouldn't be smoking no cigars, so. I'd probably be out there all day. They don't allow that out there. No, I think they do. Jay, You're in think... the woods. You can smoke whatever you want, Tommy. I'm they don't <laughs> allow that. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Somebody gonna smell it. You got smell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jay, what did you do this weekend? Oh, uh, I went to do? see I went weekend. to see a movie called Get Me My Roy Cone. If you wanna know anything about Donald Trump. Huh? You need to go see this documentary called Get Me My Roy Cone. It's where he got his attitude from. This guy uh, uh-huh. represented him when he um, had tried to keep black people out of his apartments in New York. It's a real good documentary. Wow. And I saw Rambo, the kill count in Rambo. Really How high. was that? Really How high. That? Oh, my God. It's really high. Yes, that's what I did this weekend. Movies. The long still so got it, Jay? Oh, he still got it, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of times you you don't know what the hell he's saying. Hey, what do, boy? <laughs> what, what, what is he saying? Boy, <laughs> <laughs> he needs he needs subtitles, but he ain't going with them. But he needs them in there, man. Adrian, he needs subtitles. He needs subtitles. But it's a real good movie, though. Oh, okay. So I like you went Sylvester to the movies. I've met him a couple of times. Really. Yeah, he's a good guy. Really? Guy. Real cool dude. Man. You know he's cool. the highest cool. paid guy over at Paramount for residuals for Rocky and uh, Rambo. The really? highest. Wow. Yeah. How many Rambo? I've, I've is never it? gotten a residual. I wouldn't know what that is. Yeah, you do. You got um, Think Like a Man. Stop it, man. You well, got Think, think like, like a Man. man. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. We're not finna yeah. sit here and act like you going through a pole moment. Is that what we finna do? I know you're not finna act like that. Wow. <laughs> I didn't get that from that, Tommy. I just said. Yeah, I don't know I why he said, well, he just said that. he's not getting residuals. That is not true. He's getting residuals, yes. Every time that move is on, he's Do you get that. residuals from Think Like a Man? Me? Hell no. No, 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 no. Why? No, no. Uh, why are you so soft-spoken with Yeah, yeah. Do you get residuals <laughs> from Think Like a Man? It was my book. Yeah. Okay. So okay. that's a yes. Yeah, is get, the book money. still on the shelf making money? Yeah, he's still getting money. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do the movie still come on? Right. It's still yep. on. Yeah. 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 I saw it the other day. I saw you, Tommy. I actually yeah. saw your scene. Do you get checks from it? No, I don't get yeah. what he get. Oh. But you get well, a check. You huh? ain't right it. Yeah. <laughs> My check be like thirty dollars, thirty two dollars. Thirty. Really? 40. 
Bought a nickel from the movie. It ain't nothing. But it's a check, though. It's a check. And Jay, you were in the movie, too. Yeah, but I got killed in the second one, so I don't want to talk about (laughs) it. We both got killed in the second one. (laughs) Jay was in his draw. (laughs) (laughs) Well, coming up next, we got church complaints. It's Monday, Remote Town, Deacon Def Jam in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, we'll talk about some highlights from the big iHeartRadio Music Festival this past weekend. It was in Las Vegas, and we have an exclusive backstage interview with Alicia Keys. Plus, we'll talk about the Primetime Emmy Awards last night. It was a host list, just like the Oscars. So we'll talk about some of the highlights, winners and nominees. But right now, it's Monday. Time for church complaints. Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam. Um, excuse me, you don't, um, Deacon. Yeah. Uh, when they say church complaints, you don't, you don't moan for I moan. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, uh, all right. No, 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 nobody moan for I moan. Well, when are you going to moan? When you get out the moaning way. Oh, well, do you, let, can we try it again then? Let's let her bring well, let's up. Let's like introduce, I mean, uh, let uh, Sister Carla introduce me. Go ahead, Carla. It's Monday. We church complaints. Uh, <laughs> We're nah, here for Motown. I'm make sure down. now. That time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I guess I couldn't be right there. We are here. For this most gregorious, tantawafious, spontaneous moment, realizing that all things work together, unless the complaints is too uh, severe. Let us begin with them. Church complaints. Go ahead, D. All right, Pastor. The uh. The Cam Newton headscarf ministry is, uh, <laughs> they are asking for the church to pay for him to be flown in so he can show them how to tie the scarf on appropriately. Uh, Cam wants $20,000 for the visit. We don't have it in our budget, but it's your call, Pastor. But they want to, they scarves keep falling off and they don't know how to make it hold on like Cam's does. Cam's holds on for some reason. I love it. We we having trouble with this right here because Cam Newton is a football player. And uh, it's one thing for him to be injured this year. But coming out every week dressed as Greta Garbo is starting to trouble us. Trying to find out if Cam is going through some things. And if there's anything we need to do to intercede, mm-hmm. maybe That's some right. form of inter- intervention. We are praying mm. for Cam and his health, and it and looks like it's more than his health. Are we going to pay for him to come in or not? I need to let Pay to come know. in for what, Deacon? I must not have been. They want to learn how to tie the scarf so it don't fall off like he'll. he'll oh, it wasn't that I wasn't listening. I was not caring. No. <laughs> it's oh. a difference. <laughs> yeah, we can move on to the next one now. Go ahead, D. 
All right, listen, Pastor, we got an issue here. Our uh, last all-white party of the year was a disaster. Uh, Brother mm. Clement Jernigan was the person over the event. He invited 200 white people to the party. He thought that's what an all-white party was about. <laughs> For two hours, the black people and all the white people uh, was looking at each other in an outrage. The members are asking for a redo, even though it's uh, after Labor Day. They still want to have a party, but well, that's going to cost us, the church. We, being a church, <laughs> must be open to our white brother. Now, mm -hmm. we're going to have to be a little more clear next time we say an all-white party to him. Because uh, it was all-white to them. But to the rest of the blacks, it was confusing. Uh. So it's either it's we's going to have all white parties or blackout parties. <laughs> either way, we got to be all uh, clear. Go ahead, D. Okay. okay. Uh, moving right along, Pastor. Uh, uh -huh. Let's see here. Oh, here it is. P.I. is throwing a Gucci mm. party to reinstate them back into society. Uh, you can her. now get back to the GG. Uh, Pastor, do you want your uh, Gucci robe finished? The one that we started, but we stopped. I, what, how do you want to move on? I'm this? so damn confused with T.I. <laughs> I don't know when we boycotting, what we boycotting. <laughs> How long is the boycott? Who put him in charge of boycotts? And I, I just don't know what to say about this now. Mm -hmm. I ordered my Gucci robe some time ago, and I, they told the order was going to be delayed because uh, T.I. wanted to not do Gucci. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I told them to mm -hmm. put the two Gs on my sleeve anyway, and I wore it. And when they thought, told me that was Gucci, I told them it was good God. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pastor. Uh, listen, we have not found out who it is. Whomever is putting IOU notes in the offering mm. envelopes will be dealt with. Pastor, the deacon board mm. is uh, wanting permission to suspend them from the church for two months. It's your call. But whoever putting these IOU notes in the uh, 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 offering envelope, well, we, 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 we going to find them. But we want to have them. I found out who it was last week. Mm -hmm. oh, it's the four government Ooh. employees that we have here at the church. And they said they was going to give us IOUs because uh, the national debt was over a trillion dollars. And they couldn't see or add to that. <laughs> They, okay. they said when Trump reduces the debt as he promised, uh, they uh. would start to pay in tithes. Until then, it's IOUs. And just so wow. you understand, we had 200 of them this uh. past week, and they was all from the all from the white people that we had asked to come in. <laughs> the, uh, the wheelchair swimming team has their first <sighs> swim meet this coming Saturday. They are asking for our prayers as well as three lifeguards for desperate measures. Yo, Carl. Well, figured out what we're going to do that day. We're going to let most of the water out the pool. 
coming up. <laughs> Entertainment <laughs> in national news. We two gotta feet, go. Two oh. feet of water. Everything will be everything. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, the big iHeartRadio Music Festival 2019, it was this past weekend in Las Vegas. We have to give a huge shout out to Alicia Keys, R&B singer Her, she's a bad girl, and Chance the Rapper. Chance got the crowd all in... yeah, yeah. He got the crowd all into his performance. He took him to church, nephew. Also, Steve, our buddy, yeah, 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 our buddy Ryan Seacrest, he had an exclusive backstage interview with Alicia Keys, and he asked Alicia Keys if she, what, how does she feel about people talking to her about their opinion? So take a listen. I do ask people not to give their opinion unless I ask. And unless they're asked for it, though. No one in here, no opinions. <laughs> no opinions. But don't tonight. you think, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you think, like, if I said, hey, how do you like my outfit? Then it's cool if you're like, oh, you know what? I love it. Or I don't like it so much. But when people are just like, I don't like, like, oh, I didn't ask you. I've, I've edited all those people out of my life. So, right? good I, job. I've cut them out. And then Ryan asked Alicia Keys about casting her friends, Michael B. Jordan, uh, in, her music, in her new music video, Show Me Love with Miguel. So take a listen to Alicia telling uh, Ryan all about that. I love that video. Take a listen. If you haven't seen it, it's hard to describe, but it's... Uh... I call it a visual sonic experience. It certainly is. Because I think that's the only way with, to describe with, it. With some precipitation. A lot right? of elements. <laughs> it's like some el- earth- with right, the elements. elements. That's right. <laughs> but that with Miguel is so cool. Um, yeah. Michael B. Jordan is in the mm-hmm. video. He Elgana, kicks it off, yeah. My husband, Marco. Miguel and I are How'd on the song. You, you know, I personally went out to my friends and I said, I really have this particular vision. I really wanted to show this particular vision that you have. If you haven't seen it, go see it right now. And I, and I wanted it to feel like different sides of this experience of life and love. All right, we love you, Alicia Keys. And in other entertainment news, okay, guys, last night, the 71st annual uh, Primetime Emmy Awards were last night. Homer Simpson, Anthony Anderson, they opened up the Emmys. The show followed the footsteps, you guys, of the Oscars and was hostless. And some of the winners and nominees included uh, Billy Porter. So can I ask you this? So now I'm assuming everybody's going hostless because we're so politically correct now. We we can't find anybody that people like that hasn't done or said anything that someone finds offensive. That's where we right. Are we now? can't give no. you can't give people second wow. chances. Not if wow. there's a you comedian. Know. Not if he's a comedian wow. or she's a comedian. No, wow. no, you're That's right. Ugly. No, That's That's very, yeah. It's an unfreak. Unforgiving society going on right now. It seems that way. That's so um, foul. Bro. Some of the, yeah, yeah, it really is, Steve. You're right. People deserve an opportunity to host and be a part. Yeah. So anyway, Billy Porter, Tracy Ellis Ross, Viola Davis, Alton K. Sterling last night, and the Emmys said goodbye to Game of Thrones. The show is gone. <laughs> John Snow and them. Were y'all happy with the ending? Because were y'all, are y'all still unhappy? You wanted to come back and end again? Say they got to quit riding that one last episode. They got to quit. They gave us great, five great years. They should stop this. Man. Jay, I didn't, that season finale, about that. I didn't care. I didn't care. They make me no damn dude. That but dragon raising hell. People were unhappy, man. 
Yeah, but they put Jon Snow back on that wall. I was mad, Jay. Don't talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> Why would I go to the wall and ain't no more White Walkers? <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't get That's us true. started. And That's I thought true. the dragons burnt the damn wall down. So what is I'm going to <laughs> All so right, time true. to move on, Steve. Let's get caught up on today's headlines, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you very, very much. Yeah, one of the dragons did burn part of the wall down. That's true. Anyway, this is Antrip with the news. President Trump arrived in Houston yesterday and pledged to help those parts of Texas affected by the recent torrential rains, courtesy, of course, Tropical Storm Melda. We're making the federal government totally available, so you'll let us know any questions. You'll let us know, but you know that's happened. And they've made a lot of progress, and hopefully now it's going down pretty good. But And people here just fix it up. They get used to it, they fix it up, and it'd be nice if they don't have to get used to it for a little while. We had Harvey, and now we have this. Yeah, by the way, the U.N.'s holding a climate change summit in New York today. However, Trump is not taking part. The president, meanwhile, is still insisting that nothing improper transpired in a phone call this summer with the prime minister of Ukraine. The first time you heard about it, he said that's, he denied it, or that's fake news. Now he says he did, but it was okay. The government whistleblower reportedly says that Trump actually tried to pressure Ukraine uh, into investigating potential political rival Joe Biden's son, who has a financial dealing in that country by threatening Ukraine with the cutoff of funds and stuff. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff tells CNN that if nothing was wrong, the president can clear it up. If that's the case, then why doesn't the president simply release the transcript of that call? Uh, And I don't know whether the whistleblower complaint is on this allegation, but if it is, and even if it isn't, why doesn't the president just say release the whistleblower complaint? Clearly, he's afraid for the public to see uh, either one of those things, uh, and we're determined to make sure that the public does. Trump claims that a president's conversation should not be challenged because he's the president. According to the website The Root, the clothing company, the clothing chain actually, H&M, under fire again over the way they depict black children in their ads. Reporter Carew Daniels says this time it's a picture of a young girl with her natural hair pulled back into a totally unkempt ponytail, just grabbed and thrown back there. But unlike the last time when H&M had a little black boy in a sweater that read coolest monkey in the jungle. Remember that one? Well, the Swedish based H&M this time is not apologizing and it's not removing the little black girl's picture. That is H&M. The World Health Organization says that nations must start investing more in providing health care for those in low- and middle-income countries. The United Nations Organization says globally 5 billion people, 5 billion with a B, will lack access to even basic medical services come 2030 unless the issue is addressed and soon. Colin Kaepernick's Nike ad has won an Emmy as Outstanding Commercial. That's a Nike ad that features Kaepernick's face, the light Nike logo, and the words believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Speaking of that, uh, the Exonerated Five, they were kind of awarded because the film, When They See Us, that won an Emmy. And to the opposite of the box office, Downton Abbey. The King and Queen are coming to Downton. What? Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Antonio Brown was released from the New England Patriots and announced that he is quitting the <sighs> NFL because the league is corrupt and has screwed him out of millions of dollars. The Patriots released a statement and said, had Antonio Brown not sent intimidating group text messages to the female artist who accused him of unwanted sexual advances, Antonio would have played in yesterday's Patriots game. 
Now, the artist's attorney contacted the NFL and the New England Patriots and said that Antonio Brown violated the league's personal conduct policy, which prohibits stalking, harassment, and other forms of intimidation. Well, Antonio Brown, you know, he tweeted up a storm after that, saying, among other things, that he will not be playing in the NFL and that these owners can cancel deals or do whatever they want at any time. So, you know, this story was trending all weekend okay, long so let me say on this. social media. First of all, Jay yeah, Anthony, Steve. tell yes. me what you said about this situation. What I said about Antonio Brown, a lot of people say, well, he's really not that educated. And that's that you know begs the difference. But what he don't have, this is just my opinion, is common sense. And you can get that anywhere. You don't have to be that educated <laughs> to have common sense. <laughs> you ain't got to go no school. You ain't got to, to go nowhere to get that. that. Yeah, you can get that yeah. from your mom and them, from aunties, from yeah. uncles. You can right, get it. right. Yeah, yeah. And common, common damn sense. sense. And yeah. now the next, Tommy, what did your wife say it was okay to do? It's all right to shut the blank up. <laughs> I'm saying. Seriously. It's okay. But you know, man, (laughs) this guy is so infatuated with social media. Like he Uh thinks, see, let me tell you something, man. This guy, Donald Trump, got everybody thinking that they're just as relevant on social Mm -hmm. media. So now he tweeting out stuff, foreign policy, stuff about the Emmys, stuff about Mm -hmm. rappers. This mm-hmm. president is tweeting about stuff that ain't got nothing to do with the government. Then he's talking about his personnel, and he's got people thinking that everybody is relevant on Twitter. And Antonio Brown thinks he's mm-hmm. relevant on Twitter. He would be more thought of as relevant on Twitter than relevant in his job or his profession. And this is a very, very sad case of a person committing uh, career suicide. This is a really a guy that's self-destructing, and he's not taking advice for anybody. He doesn't have anybody around him in his ear going, yo, wait a minute, man, you finna do what? You finna say this about who? You really think that's smart? And I think this kid, man, has, has dug himself in a hole that is gonna be pretty difficult to recover from, especially yeah, in the is. NFL. He's in his this own way. This is cutting off your nose to spite yeah. your face. Spite your face. Yeah. Well, okay, fellas, let's keep this conversation going. Coming up at 34 after the hour, more on this Antonio Brown situation, the NFL, God. right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Patriots released Antonio Brown for sending intimidating text messages to the artist who accused him of sexual misconduct. Antonio said he was quitting the NFL. He also tweeted, we will see if the NFL Players Association will hold them accountable when they can just void guarantees anytime. So what Antonio was saying is that the Patriots signed him to a $15 million deal with a $9 million guaranteed signing bonus. Bonus. Antonio was scheduled There's to get five million dollars. Yeah, he was scheduled to get five million dollars today. 
today on Monday if he wasn't mm-hmm. cut. But Antonio Brown went further and took aim at the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, saying that there's a double standard for him and and other NFL players or big wigs, if you will. Antonio was citing, you know, of course, uh, Robert Kraft's arrest after he visited a massage parlor that was allegedly part of a prostitution ring. What, and what you guys were talking about this. Yeah. Last Can I tell you what I told Junior? Can I tell you what I told Junior? Can I tell you what I told Junior? Because Junior and I had a bet. Junior said that, you know, it was no big deal that he would get picked up by another team. And I said... Uber won't even pick his ass up. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, my God. You know something, man? <laughs> yeah. Even if Go ahead, Steve. Antonio Brown get picked up by another team, he lost half of his money when he went to New England. They can From offer the him peanuts now if yeah. they pick Any him team. up. Yeah. I don't think yeah, you're a million dollars now. But it's going to be very difficult because of this last text. And I don't yeah, understand mm-hmm. the texting because – It's the texting that got you in trouble in the first place. Because this girl who bought these civil charges against him has incriminating texts against him. So when this new girl came out, the artist, with what she said, he texted her. Yeah. They sent this to the NFL. Yeah, her attorneys. But, yes, I, the artists. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is this shows the disrespect to women, uh, or the women that you're involved with. So that doesn't help your yes. case at all. It's a disrespect, right. Jay. But but also, what makes you think that authorities are not going to see your text messages? Bro, why? You, why are you right. threatening a woman? Yes. See, look, man, this climate does not allow for that. Are you nuts? What's wrong with you, man? Tommy, it doesn't matter what the. It's all right to shut the blank up. (laughs) Carla, what were you saying? (laughs) Well, I was going to say, even the climate, it doesn't matter the climate. What he has done, you know what I'm saying? His behavior towards women, you know, he's lost endorsements. Nike is saying, hey, you can't be a part of our organization. And now these football teams are saying the same thing. You are, you know, New England gave him an opportunity. They wanted to let the investigation play out and see what happened. They allowed him to play. And then you send intimidating text messages to this woman who did not go to the police and and file a police report on your sexual misconduct. Yes. Yeah. Seriously, man. So you pick up your phone and 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 your friends. It was a group text message. So you're the people that work for you. You're saying intimidating things to this woman. So her attorneys are going to the NFL and the Patriots and like this guy still works with you. And Carl, yeah. let me ask no. you: Was was it yes. pictures of this woman's kids on this text too? I heard that he mentioned their kids because on Instagram, he was going on Instagram and talking about her her income and, you know, just it was wrong what he did. And, you know, the Patriots said, hey, you can't play for us. And then now you're attacking Robert Kraft. You think he's going to pay you? <laughs> you're talking about the man that could possibly it, pay man, you? So you really not going to get the money. It's hard to help a fool. You know that? Seriously. That's yeah. why yeah. the NFL Players Association is going to have trouble with this one because these people don't just not pay you. They're going to point to clauses in the contract that any behavior detrimental to the brand, the football team, or that NFL shield 
can mm-hmm. cost you your job and your income. They they not just taking money, man. Without they'll go to court. They got long money to go to court. This is really a sad case. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Coming up next, though, nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's strawberry letter, the subject is, I should curse him out and call his wife. Well, all right, dude. Wow. But right now. <laughs> wow, no, hold on. You're going to just run over that. That hurt right there. Just the title from that. Whoa. <laughs> that hurt. Yes. You got everybody's go. attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So be with us at four minutes after the top of the hour. The strawberry letter subject, I should curse him out and call his wife. Oh, okay. if you cuss me out. You, <laughs> I mean, if you cuss me out, I'm good with it. But what is, what is you calling her for? <laughs> she ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. Steve's going to read the letter and I'll respond. Shirley's out today. But come on, nephew, it's your time. You're here with today's prank phone call. What you got? Give me my change for 100. Give me my change for 100. All right. When you go to the strip club, if I give you 100, that don't mean that 100 belongs to you. I need my change for the 100. Let's go, Kevin. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach Regina, please. Speaking. Hello. Yeah, speaking. This is Regina. Okay. Hey, uh, you did a uh, a bachelor party for me and my boys like about two weeks ago. Okay. Sean, uh, Sean, you remember Sean? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Now listen, when you um you was doing a lot of lap dances at night, you remember that? Yes. So how did you get my number? How how can I help you? You need a party done? I mean, what what do you need? Okay, well, no, no, it ain't nothing like that. I was saying, you know, you did a lot of lap dances. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay, well, listen, you know, uh, that night I was at the party, you did some lap dances for me, but okay. what I wanted to tell you was that the lap dances you had did was, the lap dances was $10, am I right? Right, you would be correct, yes. Okay. Ten dollars. Well, was ten dollars, but I accidentally, I thought I gave you a ten dollar bill, when I really gave you a hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I need. Actually, what I, the reason why I called you was, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that, you know, I'm trying to get that ninety dollars back. Uh, wait a minute. Let me ask you something. First of all, how did you get my number? Well, the dude that um. Who was dude? Who was dude? That threw the bat, you know, the guy that hooked y'all up as far as doing the bachelor, uh, Billy. Billy, the one that got y'all to come and do the bachelorette party. Okay. But what I'm trying to, you know, tell you is, is that I got the number from him. Okay. Okay. And he told me that I could call you and try to just talk to you about it. Okay. And, and you want me to give see, you see, I gave ninety dollars. I had tipped you. I was I was really finna pay you ten dollars. But it was a hundred dollar bill. So the reason, what I'm saying to you is that I want to get the other ninety dollars back. I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars. Excuse me. I'm not giving you your damn ninety dollars. Hell, when hold you gave me the hundred dollars. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I don't even think you understand. I wasn't trying to give you all that money at one time. I need to get that money back from you. I don't I think you understand. You $10. That's it. 
The other $90 belong to me. I ain't get my change back from you. I'm not giving you no change back. That $90 was a damn tip. I'm not giving you back. Don't nobody be giving you no damn $100 at one time. What's wrong with you? I'm not giving you no damn $90 back. Yeah, you should watch what you was doing. Cause you should You're going to give me my $90. Money. Look, I done already told you. I wasn't even trying to give you this money. I was trying, trying to give you, you, I was to give you $10. That's what I was trying to give you. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. You're not getting nothing. Hell, you should be at home with your wife and your kids. Hey, lady, listen. You don't even understand what, what's going on right here. Lady, my you should have been there. I wasn't trying to. When, when nobody trying to give you no money. This a misunderstanding. I need this to get my hundred dollars back. Now look, I'm already saying I was given ten, but ninety that belonged to me. I'm not giving you no damn man. How you lost your man? You calling me, waking me up, talking about giving you ninety dollars? I'm not giving you that. How you lost your man? I'm gonna give you a tip, but I ain't giving you no ninety dollar tip. You did. You got no hundred dollars. Hey, lady, look. I'm not going to sit here and go at it, uh, go at it with, with you all this. Look, I want to get my $90 back from you. No. First of all, if you call me later one more time, I'm going to come find you and kick your ass. Second of all, I'm not giving you no damn $90 back. Thanks for the tip. You should have been there in the first place, like I said. Keep your at home next time. Hey, lady, on the real, I ain't trying to go back and forth with you. I, I was, I'm saying is it's been a mistake. I wasn't trying to give you no $100. All right, so I when I give you a hundred dollar bill, that was a mistake. I just want my money back. Ain't nobody tripping with you. Give me my money back. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. I'm not giving you back. That's your problem. You need to go home and tell your wife what you did with that extra nine dollars. So you I'm not trying to get your swap. I told you I want my ninety dollars back. I'm not giving you a thing. I'm not going to come find me then. Come find me. Come find me. Come find me then. If you want to drop money, my money back, come find me. Yeah. I'm not trying to get your ass for behind ninety dollars. I want my money from you. What money? I want you with my. I want you to Don't you bring your up in here? I will give you some of my ass. Don't be no damn ninety dollars. I bet you that one. When are you gonna pay me my ninety dollars? I'm not when? giving you no damn ninety dollars. Don't ask me that. No. No, I'm not giving you no ninety dollars. Thank you for the damn tip. You ain't getting you go You're going to give me you gonna give me my $90. You're going to do that. You don't come in here for that I'm going to want your change back. Please, you better get your off my phone before I come cut your What the do you think I have? Don't call me with this Hey, I got one more thing I want to tell you. You listen to me. Hell no, I'm going to listen to your punk Are you listening to me? I got one more thing I need to say to you. No, you didn't kiss my I got one more thing I need to say to you. Are you listening to me? Come on, don't call me with that. I ain't listening to you. I'm Kevin Don. What you got to say? You can kiss my with your punk. I said I got one more thing to say to you. Are you what listening you to me? Say? What you What you got to say? What is it? What is it? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. Who is this? Hello. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Tommy. This, this. That, that make you get your ass killed. I'm going to cut you in. <laughs> you all right, baby? <laughs> can, 
Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, I'll be all right when I kick your ass and that'd be good. <laughs> Come on now. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> you you played too much. You didn't see Hustlers with Jennifer Lopez. I, I got to go see it. We go, Marty, you know what, Carla? Me and the wife uh-huh. want to see it tomorrow, so I will find out what Hustler yeah. is all about. Really good Let me put this out uh-huh. there. I am hosting <laughs> so a gala for my boy, Will Packer, celebrating the 125th church anniversary. It is in St. Petersburg, Florida. Bethel nice. AME Church is going down this Saturday. I will be in St. Pete hosting this for my man, my one and only, Will Packer, is going down, and the nephew is hosting the gala. I will be in Florida hosting it for my man. So uh, if you got tickets, so be it. If you don't, you might want to get some. How's that? Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's good work, man. Look at really you. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You- Doing you see, he stuff, dropping man. names. Keep your bosses. You see happy. that though, Keep Jay? Your bosses. Yeah. yeah, he just dropping names. He name dropping. Yeah, he dropping names. You see that Steve Will Packer? You see that? He drops on my name. You see that? You know, Tommy, he ever since he got that show, you know. He... <laughs> Ready to love. Ready to love. Yeah, October fifth, baby. We will be watching. I can't wait, yeah. nephew. I can't, I can't wait, wait for, for season that. two. So gonna be locked yeah, in you gotta that update night. us too. I'm gonna update y'all. I'm gonna let y'all know how it's going. Okay. Yeah, and tell us what's happening, what happened last season. All right, coming up, top of the hour, Strawberry Letter. Subject, I should curse him out and call his wife. <laughs> nah, not coming necessary. Up. Not necessary. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationship, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, you can submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry letter. Let's go, nephew. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Well, Shirley's not here, everybody. So we're going to do it a little bit different today. I'm going to read it. And I guess we're going to. How are we doing this today, Carla? You read it. Carla going to respond. All right, here we go. Subject, I should curse him out. And call his wife. Yes. Dear Steve and Shirley, I've been married for almost 25 years. My husband and I have been through a lot, but we're still together. I have a situation that I need help with, and it doesn't involve my husband. A year ago, a guy at the gym came on to me. It was fun at first because it was all hugs and kisses, but then it escalated to sex. Uh, We were intimate on several occasions, and each time I was so ashamed, it went on a couple of months before I tried to end it. I have a real problem, though, because now I can't get this joker to leave me alone. Mm. I avoid him at the gym, Mm. and he just won't leave me alone. He tries to hug me, grab my booty, or anything just to touch me. I will admit that he's charming, so I gave in a few more times. But that was it, though. Now I need him to understand that it has to stop. God warned me of the consequences of my actions, and he has been too good. He has been too... It does a word missing, I'm guessing. I'm assuming that he has been too good to me to keep doing something. 
he has right, told me not to do. Yeah, that's a word. Yes, sir. I have mm-hmm. thought about reporting my ex-lover to management at the gym, but that may turn into an even bigger issue. Plus, this man has a wife and a kid in college, so I don't want to do anything to hurt his family. I told one of my uh, good girlfriends what was going on, and she suggested that I curse him out real loud, make a scene, and then punch him real hard. Knowing this man, he will be turned on by all that. Jesus. What? I just want him to keep his hands off me, and pleading with him is not working. What can I do to get him to leave me alone? How about threaten to call his wife? I wouldn't actually do it, but do you think it would work? Please advise. Let me just say this before you answer, Carla. Lord yes, Jesus. Steve. Okay. <laughs> For real. I mean, you know, the only way out of this situation is to cut all ties with this man. Number one, you need to change gyms. That's number one. Number two, no social media. You have to resist all the urges and all the temptations to get with this man. I'm talking unfriend him on Facebook, untweet his Twitter, block him on the gram. I'm nothing. No contact with this man at all. You need to figure out what's going on in your marriage. Why are you getting with some random guy at the gym to have sex with instead of your husband? 25 years you've been married to this man. What is it? Are you bored? Is this is a fantasy for you? This is just not cool. You are making some very, very bad decisions. You're lying and you're cheating and you're in a full-blown affair. And your husband, it will destroy him. It will destroy him if he finds out. You have to resist the temptation to see this man. Because, you you know, in the letter, Steve, it was like she was just so, uh, you know, we kissed. And then it happened a couple of times. And then it happened a couple of times again. This is serious. This is nothing to be taken lightly. You have to fight the urge to get with this man. And, and, and if you involve his wife, this may not go the way you think it's going to go. She may involve your husband. So my advice to you is to avoid all that. Change gyms. Resist the urge and temptation to get with this man. Cut off all contact completely. Or else you're going to have a big problem on your hands. Steve? Uh, this is crazy. Yeah. Because, see, sister, I don't really believe this letter. I don't, I don't even mm. see why you're writing. I don't, I don't believe it. Because it's mm-hmm. too much. You've been married 25, so you got to be grown. I'm assuming, let's say you got married at 20 or 25, you got to be in your mid 40s to 50 something. Right, 25. You know, years. so you met this guy at the gym, he came on to you. It was fun at first because it was hugs and kisses, but then it turned into sex. Uh, you said you was intimate on several occasions. And after every time, you was ashamed. You know, it went on for a couple months before you tried to end it. Now you say the problem is you can't get this man to leave you alone. So you avoid him at the gym, but he won't leave me alone. He tried to hug me, grab my booty, or anything just to touch me. Well, he been hugging you. Y'all been having sex. So I'm pretty sure he's had his hand on your booty many times. Then you say, after all that, I'll admit he's charming, 
So I gave in a few more times. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, you either trying to get out of this or you ain't. But all he got to do is grab your body, your booty, because he charming now. And he back in. So I, But that's it now, though. Hmm. Now I want hmm. this to stop. And here we go with this one right here. God warned me of the consequences of my action, and he been too good to me to keep doing something he done told me not to do. He was good to you before you did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. All right, Steve. Yeah. Part two of your response at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Today's strawberry letter, you want to recap and get yeah, to your this, response? This foolishness here, this woman. Mm-hmm. Been married 25 years ago, messing around with this dude at this gym. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And she done told him he wants it to be over with, but he's so charming. He grabs her booty and all this here. Next thing you know, they done had sex a few more times. So now, but this is it, though. <laughs> now I want it to stop. And then God warned me of the consequences of my action, and he been too good to me to keep doing something he done told me not to do. Okay, now let's 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 go over this slide for a minute. Mm-hmm. Whether God has been good to you or not, which He has to all of us, you know sleeping with this man is wrong. Right. So now you want to act like you're having this real religious moment, which can happen, can be true, but come mm-hmm. on now. If if you either you want to stop or you don't, but it don't sound like right. you do. Then she said, I thought about reporting my ex-lover to management at the gym. What, 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 what that gonna do? He don't work at the gym. <laughs> he just go to the gym. That's all. Right. So man, management ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> what the gym got to do with this? What the hell is the gym going, sir, sir, what are you doing? Can't keep grabbing her ass like that. <laughs> Even though y'all been kicking it. Yeah, what? y'all been kicking it. But calling it said, why don't you switch what? gyms? Because you right. like the attention. You keep Bingo. going back down to this gym. Now, you said you're going to report to management, but that might turn into an even bigger mess. Plus, this man's got a wife and a kid in college, so I don't want to do anything to hurt his family. What? Okay. You know, you can just end it. But then you say, I told one of my good girlfriends, here where the letter get real hood, what was going on. Her girlfriend suggested that I cuss him out real loud and make a scene and then punch him real hard. Now, you don't think when they press charges against you <laughs> that your husband going to want to know why you punched this man real hard and cussed him out. Right, okay. Steve. Facts. That's an ignorant ass response. Then you said mm-hmm. knowing this man, he going to be turned on by all of that. Now, obviously, you've hit him pretty hard before. What? And he, Yeah, obviously, she's hit him pretty hard before because she said knowing all this, this man will be turned on by all that. So they're in there beating on each other now. Oh, God. Choke me. Punch me. Ooh, baby. Do what? it some more. Yeah, that's what's happening. Carl. This is this that's what that means. Uh, that's what they into. Yeah. 
Mm. Uh, I just want him to keep his hands off me and pleading with him is not working. What can I do to get him to leave me alone? Carla said it. Change gyms and stop messing with yes. him. How about threaten to call his wife? I wouldn't actually do it, but do you think it will work? Oh, yeah, it'll work. Call his wife. He'll leave you alone mm-hmm. then. But like Carla said, his wife going to call your husband. See, what women ain't oh, yeah. going to let you do is you're not going to come up in here and mess up my happy home. And then yo, you, mm-hmm. some a famous man once told me one time, you can't kill my dog and expect your cat to live. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. when you go over here and ruin this man's house, you think they right. just going to let you exist in your happy right. home? Nope. Are you nuts? Lady, Right. this ends as soon as you say it ends. But you yeah. go to the same gym looking for him because you like the attention. Stop playing. You're a grown-ass woman. If you mm-hmm. tell a man to leave you alone at the gym, how far can it go at the gym? You're in the gym. But what happened is you keep meeting his ass somewhere. At the motel. Yep. Yeah, stop, man. Yep. Y'all, do, y'all doing your gym workout down at the Double Tree. See, Uh see, see, that was happening. All y'all workouts is down at the damn double tree. Yep, you keeping it 100 now. So now, don't, don't, don't come to me with all of this righteous stuff you got going on because, lady, nobody's buying it. You're doing this, and this is going on. You don't even need to write us a letter because this end when a grown woman in it. Grown women know how to end relationships. Y'all right. know how to do it. This is not mm-hmm. a game. We don't have no advice for you. Just do what you're going to do. But you're going to mess around. Your husband's going to find out it's going to be a bigger yeah. problem than that. That's all I got yes, to say it about it. Mm. Well, thank you, Steve. You said it. 100. That's all I have right to say there. about that. Post <laughs> <laughs> your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. Thank you, Forrest Gump, on Instagram and Facebook at Steve Harvey FM. <laughs> and you can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, toughen it out. Jay Anthony Brown, you going to tell us about this, toughen it out? Maybe toughen it out. Yes, a new book, okay. another book I wrote. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Jay, quickly, you are here with what? An- toughen it book. out? I wrote another book. Uh- <laughs> My latest book is called You Might Be Toughing It Out If, Chapter 1. Okay. You you might okay. be toughing it out if you've been riding on your spare tire for six months. You might be toughing it out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, chapter four is a good chapter. You might be toughening out if you make dishwashing liquid when you put it in water and let it dissolve. You might be toughening out. You just put you put soap put soap in the dishwashing liquid uh-huh. and you just let it yeah. dissolve. You, you ever had that done? Okay. Yeah. You I might be no. toughening it out if no. if if your debit card gets turned down at the dollar store. You might be toughening yeah. it out. God. Yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, that's toughening it right. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty tough. You yeah. might. Yeah. You might, here's a good one. Dollar chapter. Stuff. This is chapter what? eight. You might be what? toughening out if you got one light bulb and you got to take it from room to room. <laughs> you gave my light bulbs. I'm talking about. Jesse, Jesse, bring the light bulb in here. <laughs> Hey, hey, oh, that's Polaroid. Right. 
Harry, I'm trying to see the toilet tissue. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, don't right, that's run. a good one, Steve. Because I got a chapter on that. You don't have toilet paper. You got napkins from Wendy's, McDonald's, Hooters. Uh. <laughs> chapter 14 is a good chapter. If okay. your pillow, okay. if your pillow, your pillow that you sleep on is a rolled up towel mm. in a sheet. Man, now you toughing yeah. it out right there, man. That's toughing yes, it out. Hey, I got one. I got you one. Got, you might be toughing it out if your glasses done broke in so many places, uh-huh. you just uh-huh. picking up the lens looking through one eye. <laughs> That's tough. Just Give got one, one lens. Give me one more, Steve. Give me one more. Give me one more. Uh, no, you're, you're, no, no, you close it out. All right. <laughs> All right. Jack, you might be toughing it out if you can only put a dollar and sixty cents in your Escalade. You toughing it out, man. <laughs> Let me get one sixty on pump two, please. One sixty on pump two. One sixty. Not the Escalade, though. <laughs> All right. Let's have some more fun coming up at the top of the hour. Comedy roulette. The fellows Uh-oh. are here in the building. Uh-oh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Comedy Roulette. Come on, Jay, quickly set this up. Very what you simple. got? You take some subjects, put them on a wheel. We can make it funny, and we down to three comedians, but we can do the damn thing, because that's what we do. Steve's a comedian, Tommy's a comedian, and I'm a comedian. <laughs> All right, comedians, here we go. We have three <laughs> new categories on the wheel today, comedians. Here we go. Things you say to women who have a mustache. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one right there. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. You're tickling me, baby. You're tickling me. <laughs> Here we go. Excuses people make who don't like to... Oh, okay. Excuses people make who don't like to fly. I got it. I got it. Yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. All right. And finally, excuses people make not to go to the gym. Let's spin mm. the wheel, Crystal. Let's go. All right, here we go. It better not land on mustache. I'm mustache, mustache, mustache. Well, I, I, I swear if you do that mustache, that's a wrap. <laughs> I'm going to leave. You do the mustache. All right, All right what'd you here got? we go. Uh, oh, oh, Pe- oh. Excuses people make not to go to the gym. <laughs> that's very good. Love it. I'm going to start it off. Excuses people make not to go to the gym. Don't none of my workout clothes match, so I can't go down there. All right? <laughs> you know what, man? They didn't have no parking up front. I just, I just went on back to the house, man. I can't park way back there in the back. It's too far to walk. I just, <laughs> yeah, that's that's that defeats the purpose. I'm, Excuses I just people make not to go to the gym. Yes, come on. Yeah. I, the reason I don't go down to the gym, I ain't fat as him. <laughs> uh-uh, not comparing the fat. <laughs> all right, all right. If I was that size, I'd go, but I ain't. But I ain't that fat. I ain't go down there. Right. All right, excuses right. people make not to go to the gym. I don't like to sweat in front of other people. It's just not good for me to do that, so I'm not going to go to the gym. <laughs> It's not sexy. <laughs> You're not going to do it. <laughs> you know I what? I would have went, but I got that jock itch thing going on, and I just... Wait. I just... I, ooh, Over it's just, Sharon. It's just, it's, yeah, it's too much on me right now. I just, I'm going to have to go later. I just wait till I put some calamine okay. on this. I can't. Yeah, I can't. What? Okay. <laughs> people make not to go to the gym. It's stanky in there. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. 
the excuses people make not to go to the gym. I want to work out on that elliptical, that but that elliptical, that. But, but I want, but I don't know how to announce it, so I ain't gonna go down. There. <laughs> I'm announcing. It's elliptical. It <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. You know what? I I I was trying to lose some weight, and then I started realizing mm-hmm. that I just I just like being fat. I just ain't going down. I just, I'm, I'm cool with me. You know, you've I'm accepted cool it. You good? Yeah, yeah I've accepted Come on, Steve. me. <laughs> people, excuses people make not going to the gym. All the trainers mm-hmm. down there, they fit and trim. <laughs> How they know what to do mm-hmm. for somebody like me? <laughs> excuses. They can't relate to me. I can't relate okay. to that. Excuses okay. people make not to go to the gym. When I go inside a place where people work out, my asthma kicks up, so I can't go down there. I ain't gonna. That's me. That's me. <laughs> That's me, Jay. <laughs> Ooh, on, I was nephew. gonna go. I was gonna go, but mm-hmm. I, I wanted to go but. to the steam room. But, but they be naked in there. I don't know if I wanna do that. <laughs> That ain't it's too mm, much. I, ain't, I can't. Uh, my naked ain't ready for they naked. I'm not good with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Excuses man. people make to not go to the gym. They don't mm-hmm. have no hand sanitizer in there. <laughs> <laughs> what that got to do with? I didn't see none last time I was there. Yes. All right. Excuses people make not to go to the gym. I just don't feel comfortable putting a towel on my butt that's been on somebody else's butt. I just don't. Mm, that, mm, mm. I'm with you when you're right. I love it. I'm with you when you're right. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you. Coming up next, we got music, more fun, more foolishness at 20 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. You know it's Monday after all the football games. Yeah, Y'all watched the yeah, games yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me talk to Tommy first. Tommy, the Texans won. How about them Texans, baby? Yeah, the Houston hey, Texans won. Uh-huh. That that quarterback, that boy there. Let me tell you something. Deshaun Watson. He is coming into his own. He is doing yeah, his yeah, thing, I- and he's confident about himself now. And it, I, I hate the fact that we went in at the last second. That's bothering me. Why that that's bothering you? Well, yeah, a win uh, is a win, boo. It's, a win is a win, but I think that they got to get to the point where you could put the game away in the third for the top of the fourth quarter instead of instead of going down to the last second of the game and you got everybody in Houston having a heart attack. You can We can be better than this, but it's a, it's a growing process. They won, though, no, Tommy. What the hell is you crying for? <laughs> One. Well, let's talk to you, uh, Steve. What, is what you about your Browns? What about them? <laughs> oh, Baker Mayfield, Odell. Come on, talk to me. It's a damn shame. It's going to come together, Jay, get though, because you got a good squad. You really do, Steve. Yeah, man, you got a good team. Well, what do you mean you can't win them all? How about we can't win at all? <laughs> <laughs> How about we more than one? Steve. How about more than one in a row? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we but gonna be still, back you're more still a fan, right? Are you still a fan, Hell yeah! All right, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to be. All right, we'll be back at thirty-three after the hour. Angry Browns fan. <laughs> 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The big iHeartRadio Music Festival 2019. It was this past weekend in Las Vegas. We have to give a huge shout out to Alicia Keys, R&B singer Her. She's a bad girl. And Chance the Rapper. Chance got the crowd all in... Yeah, yeah. He got the crowd all into his performance. Also, Steve, our buddy, yeah, 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 our buddy Ryan Seacrest, he had an exclusive backstage interview with Alicia Keys, and he asked Alicia Keys if she, what? how does she feel about people talking to her about their opinion? So take a listen. I do ask people not to give their opinion unless I and unless they're asked for it though. No one in here, no opinions. <laughs> no opinions. Not but don't tonight. you think like wouldn't wouldn't you think like if I said, Hey, how do you like my outfit? Then it's cool if you're like, Oh, you know what? I love it or I don't like it so much. But when people are just like, I don't like like, oh, I didn't ask you. I've I've edited all those people out of my life. So right? good I, job. I cut them out. And then Ryan asked Alicia Keys about casting her friends, Michael B. Jordan, uh, in her music in her new music video, Show Me Love with Miguel. So take a listen to Alicia telling uh, Ryan all about that. I love that video. Take a listen. If you haven't seen it, it's hard to describe, but it's... uh... I call it a visual sonic experience. It certainly is. Because I think that's the only way to describe it. With some precipitation. A lot of elements. (laughs) It's like some earth elements. elements. That's right. (laughs) But that with Miguel is so cool. Um, Michael B. Jordan is in the Mm -hmm. video. Zoe's He kicks it off, yeah. My husband, Marco. Miguel and I are on the song. You know, I personally went out to my friends and I said, I really have this particular vision. I really wanted to show this particular vision that you have. If you haven't seen it, go see it right now. And I and I wanted it to feel like different sides of this experience of life and love. All right, we love you, Alicia Keys. And in other entertainment news, okay, guys, last night, the 71st annual uh, Primetime Emmy Awards were last night. Homer Simpson, Anthony Anderson, they opened up the Emmys. The show followed the footsteps, you guys, of the Oscars and was hostless. And some of the winners and nominees included Billy Porter, Tracy Ellis Ross, Viola Davis, Alton K. Sterling last night. And the Emmys said goodbye to Game of Thrones. The show is gone. <laughs> John Snow and them. Were y'all happy with the ending? Cause were y'all are y'all still unhappy? You wanted to come back and end again? Jay, they got to quit riding that one last episode. They got to quit. They gave us great five great years. They should stop this. Jay, I but didn't care season about that. I didn't care. I, I, I didn't it make me no damn do that. Dragon raising hell. Were unhappy, man. <laughs> Yeah, but they put Jon Snow back on that wall. I was mad, Jay. Don't talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> Why would I go to the wall and ain't no more White Walkers? You're right. Don't get That's us started. True. And I That's thought true. the dragons burnt the damn wall down. So what is I'm doing, please? All right, coming up, Steve is up next with today's closing remarks at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve. It's that time. Closing remarks. It's been a good Monday, crew, right? It's been a great yeah. morning. Had a good day, then. You know, I yeah. want to... Uh, what you got? I want to uh, encourage people, but I got to tell you the truth about it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it's, it's sort of a... I've decided to go forward with the truth as I've learned it, and I've decided to ignore naysayers and people who don't want to hear the factual part of how difficult success is.
But if you explain it to people and they understand that you've gone through the hardships of trying to become successful yourself, when they face hardships, I think they can see it better for themselves. And Deion Sanders told me one time, he says, Steve, stop throwing the life raft to people swimming away from the boat. He said, just throw your life raft to them people that want to be saved. And so, and that's saved in just a, uh, an, 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 an analytical sense or an analogy that he was using in terms of people who want to be motivated or encouraged or given the tools for success. So in light of that, here's something else I want to remind people of. Because people don't like to hear about the uncomfortable side of it. You know, they want to just go, you know, I want to sleep long as I want. You got to get this much sleep. And okay, fine, fine, fine. I had to come to that resolution uh, after speaking the truth about sleep. As I know it, as I know it, I can't tell you anything I don't know. I don't know how to be successful sleeping a third of your life. I don't know anyone that made it to success sleeping a third of their life. I just don't know anybody. Now, if you're wealthy, you can sleep eight hours. But if you're trying to get there, I just don't know anybody that's done it that way. And that's all I was trying to speak about. So what I'm about to share with you now is another thing. See, in, I want you to understand something about when you see people with what you consider convenient lives. Convenience is built by inconvenience. It's just the way it is. Convenience is built by inconvenience. If you want to have a convenient life, you are going to have to inconvenience yourself on many, many occasions. And it won't be just some every now and then. In order to have a convenient life, you are going to have to spend a great deal of your current life being inconvenient. It's the only way it's done. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. That's a scientific law, but it's also a spiritual law. If you do good to everybody, good will come to you. If you do evil to everybody, evil gonna come your way. So it, convenience is built through inconvenience. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if you put out evil, the equal and opposite reaction will be, the equal is you gonna get evil too. The opposite is, is you won't be putting it out. It'll be coming back to you. So do you understand what I'm trying to say? So if you want a life of convenience, it is built through inconvenience. Another way to look at it is, and what I just had to come to terms with on my journey to success, and this is not a negative, y'all, it's okay. Because success is very, very hard. It just is, man. I wish I could tell people it's not hard, but it is. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. If you're trying to be comfortable, you're going to have to get okay with being uncomfortable for stretches at a time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that doesn't sound right to you. 
But if you talk to successful people, they will share that information with you. That you have to be comfortable. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because it's uncomfortable to become successful. It's inconvenient to become successful. It really, really is. But these are things that you have to be willing to cope with to get the equal and opposite reaction. The equal part is this inconvenience the opposite party is this inconvenience will become convenient. That's, it's just, that's the way it works, man. I wish I could, I don't know if I'm saying it to you the way I want to deliver the message, but I'm just trying to get you to understand that it's okay. But in your moments of uncomfortableness, in your moments of inconvenience, you can rest assured that God is with you all the way. That God didn't say your life would be easy. Faith doesn't make it easy. Faith makes it possible. And all you want to know is that what I'm going through will create the possibility of me becoming successful, then I'm willing to go through the necessary pains and growths and everything to become successful. And if you got God in your life, he can give you the strength, the power, the will to endure anything. With Christ, all things are possible. Faith doesn't make it easy. Faith makes it possible. You've got to understand that. That's my message today. That's what I want everybody to gather. And we'll talk some more. Uh, have very a great good. weekend. Very good, man. Very good. <laughs> yeah, that was very profound, Steve. Well said. Well said. Hey, y'all. It's, uh, it's Monday. It's time to go. Hey, y'all, listen. Uh, talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 